2: Well, we're joined by a fellow Texan on the KRLD Newsline. Dr. Ivan Meisner is on the KRLD Newsline with us. He's based in Austin with an incredibly interesting topic. I just love this because I think it's something that so many people struggle with is remembering people's names. Thank you so much for the time. Hey, my pleasure. Happy to be here. So how did you get into this space of you know we've all got our specialties right how did this become a specialty for you my friend
0: i had to because i started an organization called b and i we now have 11000 groups in 70 countries around the world so uh, we'd literally network somewhere in in, in some city every week uh, with 11000 groups and so uh, i had to learn how to remember names as much as possible a lot of people aren't really good at it but you can you can get better at it i promise
2: all right. So there's hope for everybody, even if you feel like you got an old brain and you're only 41. <laughs> so uh, you've got some easy steps here. So, so let's go through them. I uh, repetition right off the bat. Tell us about that. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. repetition's key. And uh, one thing you sort of uh, before that even is those of you listening, stop saying that you're bad at remembering
2: names. Oh, okay. All because right. Great mindset you know, that's, first.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's mindset. It really is. You got to say, okay, I'm, I, I, I don't have to be bad at remembering names. I can be better. At remembering names. And so the first step is, as you said, repetition. It's key. And when, you, when you're when you first introduced to someone, ask them to repeat their name. You know, could you tell me your name again? And if their last name is usually, you know, first names are a little easier. If their last name is a, a little more complex, ask them. Is it uh, like if you meet somebody and their last name is Jameson, uh, ask them, is that is that pronounced Jameson? and listen carefully to their answer. What, what tends to happen is that people are talking about their name and, and you're zoning because you're meeting so many people, don't zone. You wanna focus on what they're saying to you and you wanna repeat it back if at all possible.
2: Don't zone out, focus in, repeat it back to them. And then what's the next step?
0: If at all possible, use their name in conversation. So you know, you're listening to what they're saying and you respond to them by saying, wow, John, that, that's, that's amazing. Uh, And then ask them some questions. Are are you on Instagram? And what's your handle on Instagram, which is probably some variation of their name. Uh, And, you know, you're talking to them about about staying in touch. Uh, And this is a great opportunity to write down their name or to ask them for a business card. Uh, Now, in some countries, you've got to be aware of this. U.S., you know, business cards are not a big deal. But in some countries, particular Asian countries, don't write on their card. Do not write on their card. It's bad form. It's uh it's rude, so uh, have a little notepad. Write when you write the person's name down, or you write on the person's card if it's appropriate. That helps you make that um, connection visually with the audible uh, connection that you're making when you're networking.
2: So we're also getting a little bit of uh, etiquette uh, practice here as well. I love it. Uh, so we've got repetition. Got using their name in conversation if possible. What's next?
0: Yeah. If you know someone else there introduce them. And remember that you're going to be introducing them. So as you're meeting people, go, I got I got to make sure I remember this person's name because I'm going to introduce them. So again, if you're talking to someone by the name of Jameson and your friend Sarah walks by, you say, "Oh, Jameson, let me introduce you to a friend of mine, Sarah." And then talk about whatever you and Jameson talked about. Hey, we were talking about um him being a big uh, soccer fan and how he loves to travel to different experiences. Repeat a little bit of the discussion as you introduce that person. To someone else, because that helps you anchor the person in your mind.
2: It sounds like before we move on to the next tenet, that being mindful when you are meeting people is is the overall theme here, and and connecting with people. And when you when you do that, and, and you take some time to really focus in, it can really help.
0: Yeah, that is probably the best word to use for what I'm describing is to be mindful about the discussion. And the interaction that you're having with the individual if you're able to do that then you're much more likely to uh, remember names and you're and you're not going to be bad at remembering names you will be better at remembering names and and in relation to being mindful that leads into the fourth category dedicated to memory it might be making associations in your mind you might think gee I, i i know another sarah and so make that connection you know with the sarah that you know and the sarah that you've just met yeah she has the same name uh, go back to those notes that you've had. Certainly when you get home, you want to go back and review your notes of the meeting so that you can remember what that person looked like. Just look, John, two, three days later, you're gonna forget, you know, who the person was that you were talking to or all these business cards that you collect, you're gonna forget the face of the person. But if you write a note or two about that individual, that's being again being mindful about uh, that connection. And then the last thing you want to do once you've dedicated that to memory is to send the person a quick uh, note, email, handwritten note, you know, really nice to meet you, uh, you know, look forward to meeting you again at another meeting.
2: And I know we're not all in it just for ourselves, but what is the power of remembering somebody's name when it just comes to building a relationship? People like to
0: be remembered. Some people get really hurt if you forget who they are. I know, I, you know, I have forgotten people, um, people's names when I've met them, but particularly several years later, which is one of the reasons why I never say, because I go to so many networking meetings, a lot of BNI events. I, I literally meet tens of thousands of people a year. And so I have stopped saying it. It's nice to meet you. Instead, what I say is really nice to see you.
2: Gotcha. Now, when you
0: do yeah. When you do that, then people will open up. They'll say, it's good to see you again. I saw you at the last event you did here a couple of years ago. And it's like, okay, I've got context. Let me go through my mind and see if I can remember the conversation that we had, or I might even ask. So it is good to see you again. And let's see, I think I did this presentation two years ago here. You know, What did you think of it? And then you open up a dialogue. They never know you forgot that you forgot their name. And um, and they feel better. People feel better when someone remembers who they
2: are. So, so good. And your latest book, Who's in Your Room, The Question That Will Change Your Life. Tell us about that.
0: Well, imagine that you live your life in one room and that one room has only one door and that one door is an enter-only door. So that when people come into your room or into your life, they're there forever. You can never get them out. It's a little frightening, isn't it, John? To yes. think of it that yes. way? Yes. It is. Well... <laughs> Um, so a lot of people say, well, it's not true. You can get them out of your life. Well, maybe you can get them out of your life, but, um, we don't think that this is a metaphor. We, we believe this is real. And here's why I want you to think of someone, John, think of someone that was in your life that you got out and you got them out because they were toxic. They were difficult. Whatever the reason. Now, do you have somebody in mind? You're, you're not going to have to share who it is. Uh,
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. If you force me. (laughs) Good. So
0: if you have someone in your mind, I want you to think about the last thing they did to you that was like, that's it. I'm done. I want this person out of my life.
2: Do you have that in your mind? Okay, yeah, I've got it.
0: So if they're still in your head, they're still in your room. Oh And they man. will be there for the rest of your life.
2: Oh, it's so true, it's so you're true. Gonna make dif-
0: you're, gonna make che- you're gonna make decisions throughout the rest of your life based on the relationship you had with that person. So the book is really about who do you let into your life and how do you deal with the people that have gotten in that you didn't know any better or are family members you had no choice how do you how do you manage those relationships? And honestly, I wish I'd have read this book when I was seventeen as opposed to have written a first edition of it when I was in my fifties.